Welcome back on the Sportswire on ESPN 100.5 and 105.1 KTGR. With us now on the KTGR hotline, it's our good friend Andrew Kaufman of ABC 17. He's the sports director there. You can follow him at Andrew ABC 17 on Twitter and uh Make sure you uh, follow him uh, every single uh, Friday night, and it was this is coming off of another Friday night, which was a busy one, uh, Andrew. But every single time, especially during a playoff time, you guys are on top of it, and uh, it's it's definitely coming down to the wire for some of these teams, and it's fun to cover, right? Yeah, absolutely. Friday nights are why you you get into this business, and uh, being a local sports anchor, it's it's a rush. Uh, getting going from game to game and getting the whole you know our whole crew together and just uh, all of that is is always a blast and uh, it's kind of crazy that we've already got through two weeks of the playoffs. Uh, I mean the season has kind of flown by. Oh yeah, it it always does. It it's definitely uh, gone in a flash, and it's coming down to some of those bigger games now. So definitely interesting to watch. Uh, it, it's interesting also uh, to to watch what Mizzou might do from here, Andrew, because you know you come off of a game where it. it basically stopped your momentum a little bit or maybe stopped uh your your forward push after a couple of games where you feel pretty good about the progress you had made and then a top 10 team comes in and humbles you after a bye week like this what do you think was the thing that Eli Drinkwitz probably instilled in his guys the most to shake that one off and focus up for another tough opponent the upcoming weekend well i think you know this team this team had a lot of belief going into that Florida game, uh, which is important. You need to believe that you're going to win every game. But I think maybe they were maybe overconfident going in, and uh, it's probably a good thing that the Gators did what they did to them uh, because it, it gave them that sense of reality that, hey, you know, this is another good college football team. Yes, we we beat LSU. Yes, we beat Kentucky. And, and, you know, especially that Kentucky game, they did – like their game plan went exactly how Coach Drinkwood thought it was going to go. And even after that game, he was – it seemed almost surprising, like, wow, like, that went exactly. And then it kind of, I mean, it even gave me, as, you know, covering the team, I think all the fans and clearly the players, that notion of, like, it was a new coach. Maybe maybe really knows, like, how to win every single game. But obviously that's not, that's that's a la-la land type of mentality. Um, and so maybe, maybe that's kind of what was going on with Florida. But, you know, they get another, you know, potentially another dose of reality this week with Georgia. I mean, another top 10, top five team, depending on, what happens with the the Bulldogs today against uh, against Florida? Uh, so it's it's going to be you know a, a, another tough test for for Coach Drinkwitz. But uh, you know this week you know on the bye week I think it's just getting healthy, making sure everyone stays COVID free, uh, and just trying to to get the Basilac that we saw against LSU back to to you know let's get that guy back as opposed to you know what we saw against Florida and, and even Kentucky, although he just I think Kentucky, it was just more just they were going to run the ball every single down, it seemed like. Uh, and even Roundtree had, had, had to step back against Florida as well. they they got to get back to that run game and then the ability to to throw the deep ball and get the ball downfield that Basilak really showed against, uh, against LSU a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and it, it may be, you know, just getting back to some of that rhythm. What may be tough – uh, is finding the rhythm when you have some guys on the offensive line that you'll be missing for however long, uh, a couple of starters in Larry Borum and Xavier Delgado. Uh, it, it looks like it might 
uh, be up to Connor Bazelak to maybe adjust to that sort of thing. Uh, and for a redshirt freshman quarterback who, for the first few games that we saw this year, didn't have a whole lot of pressure on him, and then he got that uh, in the Florida game. Uh, as far as how he uh, is developing, what do you see as far as when he's pressured about how he's trying to deal with that and, and keep the offense moving at a regular pace? Yeah, it's, it's a fine line because we saw what happened in that first game he ever played against Arkansas last year where he he was clearly pressured a lot and, and the pressure got to him. He tried to make a play and ended up tearing his ACL. So it's definitely a, a fine line for him. Um, but I, I think it's really just trying to get the run game going. You got Obviously, you got a, a banged-up offensive line, but you have a, a player like Larry Roundtree that can make up for some of those holes that might be there in the offensive line. So I think it's really utilizing Larry Roundtree and also Tyler Beatty in the backfield and, and just trying to get some semblance of a run game going. Um, but, yeah, that's definitely going to affect the deep ball, no question, because if you're getting constantly pounded in the backfield, it's hard to have any sort of play develop uh, in front of you. So, And with Georgia – I mean that's that's an uphill battle. So it it you know Basilak is is not you know the O line problems aren't giving Basilak any problems, but he's not going to make any excuses. Uh, he's the quarterback of this team, and if he wants to keep his job, he's going to have to make something happen. Andrew Kaufman of ABC Seventeen joining us on the Sports Wire on KTGR and KTGR dot com. Go follow him on Twitter at Andrew ABC Seventeen, and uh, you can find him on uh, many different avenues as well on ABC Seventeen, and occasionally here on the Sports Wire and on the Big Show on KTGR during the week. Uh, Andrew, on the defensive side, you know they had some breakdowns last game. Uh, it, it's going to happen to a team, even some good defenses, every once in a while. Uh, of course, the defense and, and Eli Drinkwitz talked about it again about having those turnovers and having those impact plays. It just seems that when they have those sorts of breakdowns, they're not able to keep up offensively uh, with some of these other teams in the SEC or at least the top ones. So they have to make up the difference with some of those impact plays. And right now, they just haven't gotten any. Yeah, they had the one, you know, when Nick Bolton pressured Kyle Trask and, and he, he forced the, the bad throw and Jarvis Ware got the first ever turnover robe. Uh, but, that you know, it says something that we just saw the robe. Uh, how many games in did it take us to, to figure out that there was a turnover robe? That's, you know, it's a great robe, but that's a problem. And uh, I think Mr. fans are going to want to see that robe come out some more. Um, but it's not just a one-man show with Nick Bolton, and right now it sort of seems like that. Obviously, Troy Williams being out in the second half, that that really hurt the Mizzou defensive line. Uh, they're going to need him to, to be in. Unfortunately, the, the way that the ruling went is, is Trey Williams is going to be able to play, uh, but they're going to be down a, a couple others uh, due to the due to the unfortunate fight that happened at, before halftime. Uh, but, yeah, they're – they need more than Nick Bolton to step up. Obviously, the freshman Ennis Rakestraw has been fantastic at, at defensive back, but um, it, maybe it's him making 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 a play. But it, it can't just be individual performances. It needs to be the whole collective group coming together. And I think that's something that Nick Bolton's kind of preached throughout the whole year. Um, and and same with Ryan Walters, as a defensive coordinator, is they gotta they gotta figure out a way to you know to to force turnovers and get interceptions which is which has definitely been a problem just one interception so far uh, it's not going to cut it especially in the SEC yeah a little ironic that you bring out the uh, the turnover robe and then all of a sudden uh you know you have WrestleMania in the in the middle of the field at halftime but uh i i get i suppose they they won't back off of the uh the robe idea either way even with that because it's a it's a great idea 
Yeah, yeah, you know, the, the turnover chain is, is often overdone, um, you know, thanks to Miami and all that. But uh, the robe, it, it, it's pretty catchy. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty cool. If I was playing football, it might give me a little extra motivation to, uh, to make sure I got that robe. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. But where were they hiding it on the sideline? That's another you know, I got a lot of questions with this robe. Yeah, we, we, is it one size fits all? I guess so. You know, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'd love to know the uh, the inspiration of uh, on the back. I guess turnover champ is what it said on the back. I love the old tiger head, the old school one that they put on the back there. It it just seems that whoever whoever made that or came up with the idea and or made it deserves a raise. Absolutely. I, I'm I all so. I'm all for it. I think so. Andrew Kaufman of ABC 17 joining us on the Sports Wire KTGR. Uh quickly on uh, I I guess Mizzou hoops uh particularly what we heard uh on Friday was uh when Mizzou men's hoops is going to be playing games or at least for what they're planning on right now. Maybe they play more non-conference games that are wonder on that schedule at, at the moment. Maybe they play Fewer, or that's the way it ends up being because it's a weird season and things could get canceled. Uh, as far as how a group like this with so many returners appro- approaches a season like this, now that they know on paper when they're going to be able to play, it, it gives them a little bit more clarity because I'm, I'm sure a week ago they probably didn't have all that much clarity. Yeah, and you know we this we're talking men's hoops, but I, we we talked to the women's basketball team last week, and that was one of the questions I asked the to Haley Frank was, you know, how, what's it like as a player not knowing, you know, it's kind of a weird question to ask, but, you know, not knowing who you're going to play. And, you know, she, you know, she says, and I'm sure all the men's players would agree. You just got to take it one day at a time. That's kind of the, the athlete coach mentality uh, is, you know, you can't really focus too much. You got to focus on yourself. You're, you know, so the schedule, I don't think, you know, it's probably nice for them, but I, I don't think it changes too much in their preparation. They're, they're so dialed in right now. Um, but with this, this men's team playing November 25th, a uh, home game against Oral Roberts. Uh, it's a lot better than, you know, the football team opening up against Alabama. No mm. question there. Although Oral Roberts, I used to play with them back in the, the old college basketball games. Uh, those like EA sports games. I don't even think they're, they're still making them, but Oral Roberts was always my team for some reason. Uh, shout out to the Golden Eagles. Right? Am I right? O R U or die for some folks. I mean, right? <laughs> I, 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 I'm not not too sure. Um, but yeah, so you know, Mizzou brings back so much scoring this season. Uh, Xavier Pinson was was so exciting last year to watch. I think for Mizzou fans to finally have the guy. Uh, you know, he didn't show up every game, but it seemed like most games, especially near the end of the year, he was he was just lights out. And some of those dunks he had were were really special, and you know. Jeremiah Tillman's still playing for Mizzou, and, you know, I, I think maybe this is the year that he kind of really steps into that star role. Uh, and if you have a great point guard and you got a great center uh, around, and you also got a guy like Drew Smith, uh, who's, who's returning this year, uh, and then we'll see what happens with Torrance Watson as well. Obviously, he kind of took a step back last year, but maybe he's gotten a, a little bit better this year. They, they got They got some players. Uh, and if Xavier Pinson can really step into that star role, kind of where he was at the, the latter half of last year, I think they they could be really fun to watch this year. So um, I, I'm hopeful that the Mizzou should have a pretty strong season. Yeah, definitely looking forward to when they finally do uh, hit the rubber with the road uh, coming up November 25th against ORU. 
And, yeah, uh, that'll we'll be uh, coming up at Missouri Arena very soon. <laughs> I, I feel like we, I, I, it, it could have been anybody, but Oral Roberts, I think, could be you know a quality opponent to at least you know have fun with it at the beginning, just because it's Oral Roberts. I mean. Yeah, but no, but no Alabama. No, no Alabama. Not, it, not Alabama. Yeah, so Alabama will come a little later. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit later. Uh, Andrew Kaufman joining us on on the Sportswire KTGR. Uh, I, I'm sure you'll have your eyes on the Chiefs tomorrow. Uh, game still on, as we know. Uh, there was a little bit of a a COVID. Um, uh, I guess news that that the Chiefs had earlier this week uh, with. Uh, reportedly, their trainer testing positive for uh, for COVID nineteen. They temporarily put Chris Jones on the uh, COVID nineteen reserve list. Looks like he'll actually be uh, available to play uh, coming up on uh, tomorrow. But it also looks like Christian McCaffrey will be able to play on the other side for the Carolina Panthers. And it, it, it might be a day where you know Kansas City just has to make sure that that guy doesn't beat him. Yeah, and you know it's yeah Christian McCaffrey come back. You know the you know, the best running back in football, but it's, it's just the chiefs have gotten to the point where I don't even think that that intimidates them Uh, because I mean, they're, they're the chiefs and you know, they, they outscore everyone. They, they score the most points in the NFL that, you know, it doesn't really matter if, if McCaffrey goes off for three touchdowns or four touchdowns, even and and the chiefs probably still win by 20. It's, you know, it's, I wish there was more analysis than that, but that's, I mean, that's great for Chiefs fans. They're, they're just so dynamic on offense that it almost doesn't matter that Carolina has the best running back in football. Um, and we'll see if McCaffrey's a hundred percent, you know, I'm sure he'll, you know, still be Christian McCaffrey and still dominate, but will he be his normal self in the first game back after coming off the IR? We'll, we'll find out to, uh, tomorrow, but uh when you got Patrick Mahomes on offense, you got Clyde Edwards Alaire, you got Tyreek Hill, you got Travis Kelsey. I mean, what 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 can you do? I feel bad for Carolina. I truly do. I feel bad for everyone the Chiefs have to play. <laughs> and poor poor Matt Rule, uh, of course, uh, trying to get that uh, all turned around. Uh, it, it seems that they, yeah, they're they're head and shoulders above most teams that they'll match up against. Uh, at least they'll be favored by at least the touchdown in most of these games. They won't have much of a challenge uh, throughout the regular season. Uh, so with that all in mind, the fact that their remaining schedule is really not that much of a daunting task throughout the rest of this year, it doesn't really seem that they'll have much of a threat, even with an undefeated Pittsburgh, uh, who right now has the top spot in the AFC. At this point, you still give the Chiefs uh, more of the, the favoring as far as who you're picking as the one seed who gets that lone buy in the AFC at this point, right? Yeah, unless unless the Steelers run the table, which, you know, don't don't count them out. They've been playing great, but I just you know, I you know, it's it has it's happened once in my lifetime with the Patriots, of course, and losing to the Giants in the Super Bowl. Miami Dolphins pulled it off. But it the Steelers don't have that same, you know, aura around them that that they're going to be able to pull off the undefeated season, uh, and you know they might lose multiple times. And in regards to the Chiefs' upcoming schedule, I mean they still got to play the Raiders again. Of course, the Raiders, you know, beat them the first time. I that would be crazy if they beat them twice. And then they still got to play at Tampa Bay, uh, or should I say at Tampa Bay uh, mm-hmm. with their with their guy Tom Brady. And Tom Brady has has success against the Chiefs, so that'll be a tough game for him as well. Um, but after that, it is probably cruise control for for Kansas City, and I would I would pick them to to win uh, or to get the number one seed. And uh, but even if they don't, 
I still think they'll be fine. I think the Chiefs are a better team than than the Steelers are. And, and unless there's a crazy weather game, and in that case, it's hard to go against big Ben Roethlisberger in some of those weird weather games. I feel like Ben's just – you never know. You never know. You know it, yeah, you never – It's not just Ben. It's the Steelers in general. <laughs> it's something about that team name. When they get in a weird weather game, you just tend to go with them. Well, they, they everything bounces off them, and they just – and they just work through it like steel at times, and it, it becomes indicative in their play. It, it seems that they're the team that just doesn't doesn't go away. I don't know if the, so much so as the Cardinals sense uh, the same the same way that they don't go away ever. But it it seems like a team that it that follows that mantra. They're always in it. They're Mike always Tomlin is is got a got a lot of respect for that coach because he's consistently had them as a, as a winning football team and. Can't ever count them out. Yeah, I, I like the Cardinals comparison a little bit. It's it's rough. It's one that that pops in my mind every five seconds and then leaves. Uh, that that's you know the way it goes sometimes. But it's going to be a, an interesting way that, that finishes out either way. So we'll see how the Chiefs do tomorrow, and we'll see uh, what comes up later on in the week as Andrew Kaufman joins us on the Sports Wire KTGR and KTGR.com. dot uh, Andrew. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your uh, Mizzou-less uh, bye week and and kick back a little bit, okay? Hey, we got state cross country today. Oh. Shout out to all the runners out there. And also uh, Jefferson City Boys Soccer playing in the state sectionals tonight. Jeff City Jays are uh, one to look out for for a potential state championship run. So still lots of local sports going on today. He never sleeps. You might think he does. He doesn't. He keeps on going. Andrew Kaufman joining us today. Uh, thanks so much, Andrew. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on.